0: everybody, welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. This is the place you get to hear extraordinary stories shared by ordinary people about how God has nudged them to either do something or not do something in their lives and what happened because of it. My name is Corey Freeman and I'll be your host. Each episode is another person's amazing story and I'm just glad you're here. Let's get started. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge, everybody. Today on this quick nudge, I want to share a story that happened just recently. I'm going to be using names that are not people's names just in case. I don't want to ever uh, cause anybody any um, uncomfortableness or harm or um, embarrassment or anything. But this is one of those stories that needs to be told for encouraging you, um, as always, is my goal to encourage you to, you know, follow the Lord's lead and where he directs you in your life and um, be a person of obedience. And uh, if I can share some stories that might encourage you, or uh, inspire you to be more obedient to, what God is calling you to do, then that would be great. So as some of you may have known, um, my husband is dealing with some health issues right now and God is showing up around every single turn Uh, I always say he shows up. He's never left us, but he's just making his presence a little bit more obvious at different times to say it like that. So the other day when my husband was gone to the store, I was at the kitchen sink and I was praying and I said, you know, I'm not going to ask why this is happening because I know that you're going to work everything out for your good. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm sure in good time, we will see what's going on. And you'll let us know. And I was just, I had said a couple of times, like, I'm not going to ask why. Well, in the back of my head, (laughs) I did in my head say, but what is going on? What is this all about? And I said it in my head. And as soon as I said that, I felt the Lord putting upon my heart and my soul that you need to talk to Mark about me. Mark needs to know about me. And I'm sitting there blown away because even though Mark is not his real name, Mark is somebody I had met where my husband's getting treatment. And Mark was a very sad individual, very... Um, Um, not in a good place, and is pretty much not in a place of happiness, and not feeling any kind of calm or peace. At least that's what it looks like i don't want to say you know it's a negativity or a meanness or anything like that it's just more of very sad situation going on with his whole um, appearance as far as his way he's carrying himself it does not seem like he's in a good place so and when god said he needs to know about me he needs you need to tell him about me I was blown away because I hadn't thought about this person in, I don't know, two or three weeks. I hadn't seen him down there. I hadn't had anything to do with him. I've only talked to him a couple of times. There was no connection at all. And of all the thousands of people, I know that the Lord could have brought that the Lord could have brought to my mind. Him was not somebody I would be thinking of. I was very surprised, but I thought to myself, well, I'm going to, I'm going to say something then, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to him then if, if that's what is so strongly coming through, then, you know, I'm going to do that. So we had gone down there, not seen him, gone down there, not seeing him. And about the third or fourth day um, since this happened, I got up one morning and my husband and I have been together 41 years. So it's not like, you know, we're not perfect communicators, but we do have, you know, we usually do really well as far as getting along. And so that morning we just were off. I misunderstood things he said, he misunderstood what things I said. I took things wrong. He took things wrong. It was just, this felt off. And I said, it felt like, Tasmanian devil was just kind of swirling around and causing havoc because it just we just both felt tension the on the drive down there and I was like in my head I was thinking what is going on and usually one of us when this kind of thing starts will say oh we just need to pray and that you know you know calms the waters but that particular morning it just felt off all morning we get down there and we walk in And guess who is right there in the lobby area? Mark. Mark is in the lobby area. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh my goodness. So, you know, if somebody was to throw a wrench in the gears to us that morning, that effort was put forth in a big way. But I'm still going to be talking to this guy. (laughs) So I noticed, even though it was very early, he was ready to check out. Well, it it takes one minute like five minutes to check out tops. There's two rec- rec cashiers and there's, it takes five minutes. So I thought I'm going to go out front. So I told my husband, here's my stuff. I'm going to go talk to um, Mark and he knew what was going on. So I wait out front for like 20 minutes. Mark never comes out. So I go inside. He's still checking out. I found out later that even though these computers never seem to break down, the one that he was checking out on, only that one on that day at that time happened to go out for 45 minutes off and on. So it took 45 minutes to check out. So I'm sitting out there waiting and Mark comes out, sits down and I said, Hey, you know, can I, you know, can I talk to you for a second? And he said, Oh yeah, sure. So first of all, I said, well, first of all, I've been waiting for you for 45 minutes And his face was like, what, what are you, what are you talking about? What are you, what are you doing? Like, you kind of looked at me like I'd lost my mind. And I, so I said, well, let me tell you what happened. So I proceed to tell him how I was at the kitchen sink and how I was praying. And God put it upon me. Mark needs to know about me. You need to talk to Mark about me. And I looked at Mark and I said, I just don't know if you're, a believer, if you're an agnostic, if you're an atheist, if you have faith in different religions, I have no idea where you stand on your faith. But I just want to let you know that, no offense, but I haven't thought about you for two or three weeks since the last time we spoke. And I have no reason to have you on my mind. And I'm just, you know, saying to myself, What is the reason? And God puts it upon me to talk to you. I just want to let you know that no matter what, God loves you that much, that he would bring you to my mind to share with you about him. So Mark proceeds to tell me he was first, you know, pretty blown away. And I do feel like God was showing up in the conversation. And I did feel his presence, but Mark proceeds to tell me about a certain faith that he had been brought up with, with his father and his grandfather. And he proceeded to um, tell me a lot of things that were hurtful that happened in that particular faith and at different um, services and the way they handled things, the way they handled their members, just um, a lot of sadness that he shared and how he was disappointed in them And I, you know, and I'm sitting there realizing that he is talking about a religion. He is not talking about a relationship with God or a relationship with Christ or the Holy Spirit. He's talking about a religion that he's disappointed in. So I let him talk and he was talking for a little bit about it. And, you know, I was, you know, very interested in seeing, you know, what he wanted to share. And at the end, it was like the Lord told me to go still and quiet, and I did. And then I said to him, I said, you know, please don't take offense, but when I see you here, you truly don't seem at peace. You don't seem like you're in a good place. And where do you go to get your peace? Who do you go to to get peace? where are you, where are you finding it? And then it was still again, and it was really quiet. And then Mark said, you know, first of all, thank you so much for asking that question and caring enough to ask it, but that's a really good question. And we pretty much left the conversation there. I encouraged him to find time to just be still and pray to God um, and you know, that's what I felt led to do. So I just encouraged him to do that. And about two days later, a lady that works there said, Oh my goodness, Mark seems so but be- He seems so much better. He seems, you know, he seems more, I think she said happy or something, but anyway, I was sitting there thinking to myself, well, that's interesting. Cause that's, you know, not that long after I had talked to him. And then we saw him about a week later and he seemed very much lighter in his spirit. He seemed happier. He seemed just like he had more inner peace or inner joy And I'm going to ask him soon, you know, how is he doing? If he had a chance to pray, what he's come to know, if anything has, you know, just, just talk to him. When Jesus was at the well with the woman at the well, he didn't blast her. He didn't slam her. He didn't, you know, just ream her about what she should have done, could have done, you know, what? He didn't list off all of the offenses in her life. He led with love. And yes, he does encourage, he does correct, but he does it always with love. So the next time I see Mark, I'm gonna be asking him, how are you? How is your family? How have you been feeling? How's it going? Just being a kind friend to somebody who may or may not be hurting. So if there's a part two to this, I hope there is, but there might only be a part one. God might not let me be privy to the part two. And there might be a part three, four, and five for all I know. But I know that this for my part was my first encounter with him. And I did it out of obedience and and I pray with expectation that Lord, the Lord will. Bless that time of that conversation we had and maybe bring something to fruition that's been planted. Maybe a seed was planted. Maybe I water it. Maybe somebody else cultivated it. But whatever it is, I just would encourage you today to not ignore these nudges from the Holy Spirit. When God puts it upon you to go somewhere, to be somewhere, to talk to someone, try to do your best to do it. Even if it's hard, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it doesn't make sense at all, I would just really encourage you to, you know, go where God leads all the time. So I would just pray that you have a wonderful day. May God bring you a bunch of nudges. (laughs) And until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you in a huge and mighty way.